and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. Today's topic, U.S. Navy says no to Pfizer requests. And I found this article on LiveScience.com. It's a rather short article, but it's titled, Top Secret UFO Files Could Gravely Damage U.S. National Security If Released, Navy Says. And the article is written by Brandon Spector, January 13, 2020. It starts, the truth is out there, but you're still not allowed to see it. It goes on, in November 2004, several U.S. Navy pilots stationed aboard the U.S. Nimitz encountered a tic-tac-shaped UFO darting and dashing over the Pacific Ocean in apparent defiance of the laws of physics. Navy officers dubbed the strange craft an unidentified aerial phenomena, but they remained mum on what exactly that phenomena could be. Now, unsurprisingly to anyone who's ever considered making a hat out of tinfoil, the military has confirmed they know more than they're letting on. In response to a recent Freedom of Information Act request, FOIA, a spokesman from the Navy Office of Naval Intelligence, ONI, confirmed that the agency possesses several top-secret documents, and at least one classified video pertaining to the 2004 UFO encounter, Vice reported. This is something we've been saying on this podcast since the beginning. If you think that that half-a-minute-or-minute video that was released, especially the one with the TTSAA watermark stamped all over it, if you think that grainy little short video was the only thing that the Navy has, well, I'm sorry to tell you, there's got to be more. And more than likely, what they have is of much higher quality, much higher definition, and probably enough to scare the socks off of a lot of people. The article goes on. According to the ONI spokesperson, these documents were either labeled secret or top secret by the agencies that provided them, and that sharing the information with the public would cause exceptionally grave damage to national to the national security of the United States. Well, you have to ask yourself, what could be so enlightening about these things that it would cause grave damage to the security of the United States? Now, are they just talking about the quality of the videos? Would it would it would it would it make clear what most of us already know that the United States military has radar capabilities that are beyond the imagination of most people. I mean, is it that big of a secret to the to our enemies that our military probably has, uh, by leaps and bounds, the most sophisticated radar sensing equipment on the planet? Would it be that big a surprise if we were actually able to see the original video and it looked like something out of a movie, wouldn't surprise me any. I mean, we're spending trillions of dollars on defense. I would hope that they have the equipment that they need to protect us. Or is it more likely that if they released the original unadulterated video that these pilots took, that it would be something of such a certainty and clarity that the debunkers and the mockers would have to sit down and shut up because it would make it so perfectly clear 
to the average person on the street that these things are real. Whatever they are, they're real. They're there, and they're being filmed. And as Nick Pope has said, in effect, maybe there's there's something too afraid to talk about. They're too they're they're too frightening to talk about. It, I almost get the feeling that the Navy knows if they released everything on this and just told the truth, that they're not so worried about compromising our own military secrets. They're more worried that the American people would know for a certainty that these things exist and that they are real and that they would demand accountability and action from our government. That's the angle I see on this. I could be wrong, but that's how I see it. Now this article goes on and it says, According to the ONI spokesperson, these documents were either labeled secret or top secret by the agencies that provided them, and that sharing the information with the public would cause exceptionally grave damage to the national security of the United States. These top-secret files included several briefing slides about the incident provided to the ONI by an unnamed agency. Because ONI officials did not classify the slides personally, they are unable to declassify them, the spokesperson added. Now, when they're talking about slides, I'm wondering, are these pictures? Are these commentary from the pilots? I mean, it sounds like they have... Evidence right there, just like it's clear-cut evidence. Like if they took this into the court of law, they would say, yes, these things are real. The ONI has admitted to possessing at least one video of unknown length, classified as secret by the Naval Air Systems Command, NAVAIR, N-A-V-A-I-R. ONI didn't reveal whether this footage is the same one-minute video that was leaked online in 2007, and widely released by the New York Times in 2017. However, in November 2019, after several naval officers who witnessed the incident aboard the Nimitz told Popular Mechanics that they had seen a much longer video of the encounter that was between 8 and 10 minutes long. These original recordings were promptly collected and erased by unknown individuals who arrived on the ship by helicopter shortly after the incident, one officer said. Now, this is another podcast that we did. You can go back and look at this about the men in black. And this is something that's been talked about for a long time. It seems like it's actually showing that it's true that when one of these cut-and-dried UFO sightings takes place, it seems as though there's some sort of extraction team or some sort of men in black team that actually comes in and just confiscates the evidence, erases it off whatever uh, computer hardware is there, and takes everything with them. They're like a cleanup crew. Now the article goes on. Luis Elizondo, a former Pentagon staffer who helped make the Navy video public, told Vice that people should not be surprised by the revelation that other videos exist and at greater length. Now if you've been listening to this podcast for any length of time, you probably recognize the name Luis Elizondo. This is the guy that claimed to be the former head of ATIP, the... Uh, threat detection, a UFO threat detection agency that was created under uh, Harry Reid and who the Pentagon has now thrown under the bus. But Luis Elizondo, many people would refer to him as a former deep stater and who's now uh, 
an officer, I guess you would call him, of the company, and the To the Academy of Stars company run by Tom DeLonge. So you, can you see the revolving door here? Lewis leaves the government uh, spy agency, this intelligence agency, rather, ATIP. He leaves that agency. He revolves through the door. Boom. Ends up into this To the Academy of Stars a for-profit UFO research company run by Tom DeLong, who, or at least Tom's the face of it. Now it's listed on NASDAQ, I believe. So can you see here, we're revolving from the deep state into a for-profit UFO research company. And the article here doesn't even mention that. It, it actually kind of portrays Mr. Elizondo as a hero. Says that he helped make the video public. Well, if the video is public, then why is it every time I watch the video, it's got a giant watermark stamped on it that says, To the Stars Academy, blah, blah, blah. That's called monetizing something. When you put your corporate brand on something like that, when somebody just gives you free stuff, like a free video from the government, and then you stamp your corporate brand on it, you're monetizing that. You're trade, you're, in effect, you're trying to trademark it almost. So every time somebody watches this video, you're getting free marketing. I mean, can, are people able to see this? Are they able to see the revolving door of deep state employees, people in the intelligence community, revolving out of the agency into for-profit companies where they're able to take with them or through their connections and they're, as they're in their pastorals as deep state employees, they're able to move UFO data from the government, the public trust actually, into private for-profit companies where they're able to benefit from it. Is it just me or does anybody else have a problem with this? I have to ask myself and I wonder why the author of this article didn't ask. Why did the Navy give the video to Mr. Elizondo. Why? Why did they also give videos to the New York Times? A publication, by the way, which never seems to have a good word to say about a duly elected president right now, President Trump. Why did they, why did they selectively give these videos to these two organizations? Why couldn't they have posted these videos on a public website the way that NASA does? If you've gone to the NASA.gov site, you can find all kinds of neat videos on there. Well, the ones where they haven't shut the videos off, you know. Like when a UFO shows up at the space station, they frequently have problems where the camera's shut off. But they have a lot of good video on there from the Mars, uh, the Mars explorers, from, from all sorts of different, different NASA projects. And they post it online. And you can watch that video without having to see the watermark of a private company stamped on it. Would have been nice if the Navy could have done that, but they didn't. They released a video to Luis Elizondo, a former head of ATIP, a former, many people would call a former deep state employee, because he was in, he, he did run an intelligence organization. Okay, They released a video to him and to the New York Times. They didn't post it on a public website where we could all have a good look at it. So they're dribbling out the video. And while all this is going on, the former pilots are saying, hey, there was more to it than that. There was more than this one video. We, we watched an 8 or 10 minute video. And they've even had 
people come out and say, well, the video that you're seeing is not that good a quality. What we saw was much better. Well, of course it was much better because we're talking about a military with the best possible equipment. And I would speculate that the video that we're not seeing is so convincing and so realistic that if the average person saw it, as I said, there would be no doubt in their mind that these UFOs are real. And what the Navy is not is probably not so afraid that they're going to compromise our security by the rest of the world finding out how advanced our radar systems are, how advanced our cockpit videos are. I'm guessing that every enemy on the planet knows that we've got some cool stuff that, 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 that they just can't top. I would, be, I would be more inclined to believe that the, Uf, that the U.S. Navy is refusing to release these slides they talk about, which are either documentation or pictures, probably, probably still photographs, and they're refusing to release that original 8 to 10 minute video because it's so convincing. My guess is, is that original 8 to 10 minute video they're talking about and that they're refusing to release is so convincing that if it ever got out on the internet, some people might freak out a little bit. They might start to demand some accountability. They might start to demand some transparency and some disclosure. Now the article concludes, it says that FOIA requests submitted in October 2019 by an independent researcher ask for access to any non-classified records or portions of records regarding the 2004 UFO encounter. No additional documents were mentioned in the ONI's response besides the classified briefing and video. So there you have it. They were very specific in their FOIA request. They weren't even trying to get the 2015 stuff. They were just going for that 2004 video and documents. They saw the stuff online, released to Elizondo and the To The Stars Academy company. And they sent a request to the U.S. Navy and said, Hey man, do you have anything else on here that you could tell us about? And the Navy said, heck no, you're not getting any of it. So that should let you know where we're at as far as disclosure goes with the U.S. Navy, with uh, these videos that were released from the, from the Nimitz Battle Group. It looks like that's how it's going to be. We're going to get little bits and pieces dribbled out. Here and there. And whether that's done to benefit a for-profit organization or whether that's done just to uh, pacify people that are demanding answers, who's to say? But the fact is, when you get down to brass tacks, when you get down to brass tacks and you start asking for the truth via a FOIA request, you can pretty much guess that you're going to be told to go pound sand. That's all I have for today. This is UFO Warning, over and out.